Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. On this episode, we're going to continue our series about the foundation stones of medicine and we're going to talk about general internal medicine. Now, I'm in studio and joining me remotely is Dr. Troy Peterson. He's a general internal medicine specialist at the Peter Lougheed Hospital in Calgary. And he's also the head of the AMA's section of general internal medicine. Troy, tell me what it is that you do. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, Marvin. My days are quite varied, and I think that's one of the uh, neat things about being a general internal medicine physician. About 40% of my time, I'm spending it in the hospital, uh, mostly at the Peter Lougheed, and the rest of the time I'm doing ambulatory work outside the hospital. A day in the life of an internist in hospital is usually in one of two lanes. The first one is looking after acute care patients who are a little bit less sick than ICU and a little bit more sick than the family medicine team is comfortable looking after. So usually they have more than one thing going on. So in the hospital, we'll, we'll look after patients who are either on a uh, educational unit with a medical teaching team, residents, medical students, and other learners, or we'll look after them uh, on our own. The other lane that we travel in is, is a consulting service, and that can be consulting in the emergency department, supporting surgical services, supporting family medicine physicians in hospital or other services that have patients with medical needs. So are you more of a generalist or more of a specialist? I think it's a complicated question. I think we started out as being the original specialty. Internal medicine back in the 70s was a catch-all, and we looked after a lot of different things. And then as patients became more complicated, subspecialties sort of popped out of those areas, and cardiology and gastroenterology and endocrinology um, all became subspecialties. More recently, there's been a move towards looking after patients with more than one problem. Sometimes their care needs overlap in ways that aren't necessarily complementary. And the evolution of general internal medicine has been our ability to look after patients with complex medical conditions and sometimes making the best imperfect decisions around their care plans. So I would say that we now have, have an emerging, very young subspecialty, which is called general internal medicine. So do general internists then work exclusively in hospitals? It, it varies. There are certainly some of my colleagues that will work exclusively in hospital and do many weeks of service. And then there's some that work exclusively outside of hospitals in either management of chronic disease or in sort of niche areas of general internal medicine. But I'd say the majority of general internists in the province are doing uh, a hybrid of the two. So it seems to me that there's really a need in your area to be really nimble and to be able to adapt to different circumstances because really anything can come your way. Yeah, I think that that's uh, one of our strengths is that we are nimble and flexible and quite comfortable with the bread and butter of everyone else's subspecialty. We certainly need our subspecialist colleagues to help us out when we're dealing with complex patients, but often we walk into a situation where we're pretty comfortable with the rhythm of most of our patients who have complex medical conditions. Now, Troy, the recent memory of COVID is absolutely etched in everybody's minds. So how was your contribution really special during COVID? 
Yeah, COVID was a, a really interesting time because I think through crisis, it leads to innovation. And during COVID, we didn't have a roadmap on how to deliver care. And general internal medicine was in a position to provide care that was needed outside of ICUs and outside of the community. And within the hospital, what we were able to do was create new models of service delivery that allowed us to work in teams with uh, our colleagues providing service in a way that met those needs. And I think it was a, a time when in general internal medicine, we were really appreciated by the system for being able to provide not just the COVID care, but the complex care of the medical patients who had COVID. And that was a really important time for our group. I was very proud of the service that was delivered across the province from general internal medicine and also the leadership provided by general internal medicine within structuring and evaluating some of the projects that came out of that. I see. So you wouldn't have been necessarily working in ICU, but you would have picked up the more complicated cases that were outside of ICU. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I think it depends on where you're working in a, in a large center like mine. We have ICU experts who are running the closed ICUs, but in some of the smaller centers, general internal medicine colleagues are running the ICU. So it really does depend. But during COVID, there are a lot of patients who just weren't candidates for the ICU who had brought a lot of complex medical conditions. And, and I think it was a, an opportunity for us to work in that environment and also bring along some of our colleagues who'd maybe lost some of those skills to look after the non-specialty medical problems that those patients had. Okay, now, Troy, there are increasing demands and pressures in healthcare, really everywhere in healthcare these days. What are some of the special pressures that you're seeing in your area and what can be done about them? Well, the first part of the question is that I, I think some of the challenges we're seeing is that we are able to take on a lot of different patient types. And with that growing volume and a lot of patients with complex medical problems, the solution to their care is often a general internal medicine potential issue. And we've seen with our workload going up, a lot of that is because we're very good at what we do, but some of it is because a lot of the other potential admitting services are uncomfortable with the complexity of these patients. When we look at how we fix that, that's obviously a, a different and very complex issue. First off, when patients are complex, they take more time and they take more support. And if we don't start looking at different ways of delivering care within team models that helps us to do what we do that's unique and valuable and have people supporting us in the work that's needed around that, whether it's navigating EMRs or discharge planning or pharmacy support, those kinds of things are, are really important if we're going to increase capacity in general internal medicine. We also have to look at how we incentivize care because right now it's not incentivized to do the kind of work that is needed to be done, which is taking ownership of patients in hospital. And very understandably, a lot of physicians are moving away from that work because it's hard and it's after hours and it's weekends. And so if you have other options, it's, we've got to re-incentivize the, the care that's needed right now in hospital. Well said. Now we need to wrap up. So let's end on a particularly positive note. Tell me about the richness and the variety and the awesome impact that your group has. I do think that's why general internal medicine is one of the most popular subspecialties coming along. We have a lot of interest from residents in it because on any given week, we can go from looking after patients in a hospital to visiting a rural clinic to working in a subspecialty interest area. And that variety keeps things really exciting. We also have the privilege of working with a lot of learners because general internal medicine is the backbone of most of the uh, core educational things. So I think the upside of general internal medicine is the variety. And we just have to figure out how we can create work environments that support that expertise. 
Again, well said. And Dr. Peterson, thank you so much for joining me on our special Foundation Stones of Medicine podcast series. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, Marvin. Appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.